Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Let me say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for the restful weekend. We thank you for the new week ahead. And we thank you for this day. This is the day that you have made. And you have placed us in it. You load us with your benefits, Father. That's what your word in Psalm 68 says. You load us with your benefits daily. You don't consider it day by day. We thank you, Lord, for that grace upon our lives, for your mercy, ever willing to pick us up every time we fall. And we thank you, Lord, that you shine your glory upon us. And all that you ever want is to bring us back to you, to restore that relationship with you, and to restore us to the covering of your glory in your kingdom. We thank you, Father, that you call each of us by name. We thank you that your love for us does not change. It is not situational based on how we behave. We thank you, Lord, for that love. And we ask you, Lord, to teach us to love in the same way. That we do not look upon people on if they do this, then I will do that. But if they go against me, then I shall do this. I shall harm them. Let us never think that way, Lord. Help us rise above that wicked thinking. To love like you love. To reach the realm of Galatians 2.20. Where we take on the nature of Jesus. We love like he loves. And we thank you, Lord, that you pour your peace and your joy into our hearts. That every day you are doing a new thing within us. Every day you are renewing some element of darkness within our life to be filled with your light. So that it is irreversibly replaced. And we can no longer go back to the same uh, things that we did in the past. We thank you, Lord, that we are able to approach you in our secret place. Not with guilt or shame. But knowing that there is a father there that loves us. There is a king there that is just, a just judge. Knowing that there is a friend and advocate there who fights for our cause, who pleads our case and intercedes for us. Seated at the right hand of God in heaven and one here on earth with us and for us so that no one can stand against us. We thank you, Father, and we share that same peace and joy, Lord, with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group, those that have no one to pray for them. We share it with Christians everywhere, especially all those that do not yet know you personally in their relationship with you. You are still a religion and an image on the wall for them. And we share it with all those that do not want to know you and have turned away from even looking or entering in any form, in any way, connect with you. We ask for a quickening in all of their spirits as well, Lord. And we lift them up in our prayer this morning, Lord, and we call on your name, knowing that everyone that calls on your name shall not end up in shame, but they shall be delivered. 
the one who is the lifter of men and a preserver, the one whose hand is not short to redeem us, the one who blots out our transgressions and remembers our sins no more, the great I am. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus, the one through whom that redemption is made available, the one now just like we've been reflecting on Galatians 2.20, the cornerstone of our Christian experience, the foundation on which that life is built, the Lord who heals, the one who is the way, the truth and the life. The one who is our wisdom, our righteousness, our sanctification and our redemption. The word himself. The truth that sets us free. And we pray in the name of his spirit. The spirit of light and life, the spirit of truth. The spirit of the creator. The spirit that worked all the wonders and miracles through the ministry of Jesus. The one that raised him from the dead. And has now made his tabernacle within our body. And is ever willing to do the same. And Jesus said, the things that I do, you will do the same and even more. And it is all, not by might, not by power, but by that same spirit. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word, your spirit. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of prayer. That we can bring these two together and commune with you. So that the recipe is complete for a miracle, for new creation in all kinds of chaos, just like in Genesis 1. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with angels with destiny help us to fill in all the gaps. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with family, with friends, with roof over our head, work of our hands, food on our table. We thank you that you give us all the joys of life. You want us to live an abundant life, not only in the flesh, but have testimonies of the abundance in the spirit as well. We thank you, Lord, for all of that, that you have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. You have blessed us with a ministry where we can use those gifts. And you have blessed us with every physical provision that we might not be found lacking when you are our shepherd. Lord, this day we ask for the grace of boldness to step into our ministry to use those gifts to fulfill the prophecies, the promises that you have mentioned in your word for your people. We offer ourselves as that conduit. We thank you, Father. As we make our prayer and our reflection today, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make. By the precious blood of Jesus, I also cover every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group. By that same precious blood and we declare it as our hedge of protection in the spirit, our barricade in the name of Jesus. That every force of wickedness that comes against this bloodline that has won all victories, let them be judged by the fire of heaven in the name of Jesus. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us, to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. I declare divine exemption this day, and we command our morning with that divine exemption. We command angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. We command our morning to bring success in every endeavor, Lord. We acknowledge your presence in this day, 
We ask you to direct our thoughts, our words, our path, our prayer. We trust in you, O Lord, with all our heart. We lean not on our understanding, but on the revelation you grant us in the name of Jesus, that wisdom, that understanding of your truth that guides us, that leads us, that brings us into your light, into your glory, into all kinds of abundance, free from failure, far from the pit, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We also herald the power in our spoken word by declaring your word from Isaiah 55, verse 11, 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is our word that goes out of our mouths this day. We declare that it will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it. And we send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life in our tongue. Thank you, Jesus. Yesterday, we have reflected on Psalm 51, 17, which says, A broken and a contrite heart, God will not despise. And we saw that it is a state of admittance of your inability to help yourself out of your personal resources, capabilities. That you are inadequate by default out of our fallen nature. That acceptance. That we recognize that without God, if we did it, we will fail. And so we don't wait to do that. We give it to him at the start, at the start of any new project that we take up. At the start of every new day, we give it up to him. We don't wait till the evening after we have, after we have exhausted all our resources. And then ask him to intervene when we fail. So that brokenness is not broken out of failure, but humble and surrendered completely to God at the start. When we carry that state in our heart, then he cannot go ahead. He must stop. Even if he's not visiting us, he must stop. And today I'd like to touch on two examples of those from scripture. The first one is from Mark chapter 10, verse 46 to 52. Where it says, Jesus was passing Jericho. And a blind beggar called Bartimaeus heard about him and began to shout. Now, Jesus was only passing Jericho. Even Jericho was not on his agenda. Let aside an appointment with Bartimaeus. And yet when Bartimaeus began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. The people rebuked him, but he only shouted louder. He wasn't looking to stir up any presence there. He wasn't looking to create any confusion, chaos, or make a noise. But it was the cry of his heart, recognizing him as the son of David, the Messiah that was foretold. So one was his recognition of Jesus, and two was that brokenness, that surrender with which he called out to him, have mercy on me. 
that forced Jesus to stop. Jesus had not come there to meet him. But yet, the cry for mercy made him stop that broken and a contrite heart. The fact that he included mercy there showed that it was a contrite heart. And as his scripture said, he did not despise that heart. The word had to stop. Let's look at another example. Now this you can see in Mark 5 verse 25 to 34 or you can also see it in Luke 8 from 43 to 48. Jesus was going with Jairus to his house because his 12-year-old daughter was dying. And on the way, a woman who had an issue of bleeding had spent all her money on the doctors but couldn't get healed. Now pay close attention here. Some of you or maybe someone you know might be in this spot. And the whole idea of us taking this example is for us to learn from that on how we could approach God with that state of brokenness in our heart. Remembering that Psalm 51, 17, a broken and a contrite heart, he will not despise. Will not is to be underlined and in bold. So if we can learn from it, and we tweak our approach to him, then your heart, he will not despise. You can raise your request, your petition in that way. Are you seeing what you will then get? Answered prayer. So the woman came quietly behind Jesus as she touched the edge of his cloak. And immediately her bleeding stopped. She said, if I touch his clothes, then I shall be whole. Now, Jesus wasn't even coming to heal her there. And if you were Jairus, you'd be thinking, out of the way, woman. Do not bother him. Do not stop him. He's on a mission. I do not want my child to die. He was rushing to save someone from dying and yet he had to stop. And this woman didn't even say a word. All she did was sneak quietly behind him and in faith said, if I can even just touch the hem of his garment. She didn't even speak to him or call out to him for mercy like Bartimaeus. Are you seeing the, the two different scenarios now? Bartimaeus shouted loudly for mercy. She was silent. But he heard the cry of her heart and he had to stop that contrite and broken heart. He could not despise. He could not move further. He was forced to stop. He could have asked the woman to come back later. Let me finish with this, uh, with this girl, with this young girl, so that when she's healed, and then you come and see me later. Notice, notice that this time his mercy didn't even wait for him to speak. She touched the hedge, hem of his garment. Mercy was directly released. He had asked Bartimaeus, if you go back to the other one, he actually asked Bartimaeus, what can I do for you? Here he didn't even ask that question. His mercy found brokenness in her 
and did not need permission to touch her. His mercy found brokenness in her and did not need permission to touch her and heal her. Now, what is that telling you? You can reach such a condition in your heart, in a state of brokenness, in a state of submission and surrender with that contrite heart, acknowledging your inability to solve your problem or get out of it, repenting for all your sins, a contrite condition, completely surrendered to him, brokenness. Such that even God cannot stop his mercy from reaching out to you. Now where he was going to answer someone else's prayer. And on the way he saw you, his mercy found you because of that condition of your heart when you approached him, when you called on his name, son of David, have mercy. Not necessarily verbalized through your mouth, but only even in your heart. And that is the secret to tapping into God's weak point. Tapping into his mercy. And then what does he say? He says, go in peace. You are justified. Be made whole. And if we can use this, when we approach him in prayer, with a proper understanding of what that brokenness really is, you can come away from that sacred place with answered prayer. Take that condition of your heart into your secret place. The key element in brokenness is humility and complete surrender to him. Now go early, don't go late. Submit the plans ahead. But his word in Proverbs, the book of Proverbs says, man formulates plans in his heart, but God brings them to fruition. Submit your plans early. Do not go after the plan has failed. And I might quote one of the other prophet's teachers. This is Prophet Charlene when she, when she said one of her teachings. If you think you have messed up so badly that God cannot use you or he will not have mercy on you. That's what the devil wants you to think. She says, if you think you have messed up so badly that God cannot use you or he will not have mercy on you, then think again. You, my friend, are not that powerful that he cannot use you again. Just call on him for mercy and see what happens when you call with brokenness in your heart. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for giving us these examples in the Bible and teaching us how we can use that in our prayer, Lord. What is the right way, the right condition in our heart that we must carry when we approach you in our relationship, that your power is perfected in our weakness, not in our pride, not in our strength, not in our ego, not in our strong will, but in that humility, in that submission to you, in that surrender. 
so that then we come under your kingdom and when your kingdom comes and your will that is holy that is perfect for our lives is done then every circumstance turns around for the good of those who have come to you in that submission who have come to you in love we ask for that edification lord in our spirit this day that spiritual intelligence that we can use to fight our battles knowing that the god of heaven and earth the creator himself backs that decision and cannot despise such a heart as we pray for spiritual edification lord we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs those of our families and our friends we pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease that are hospitalized will undergo any kind of procedures this day we pray for all families that are in battle that are facing division and separation lord what you have joined together let no man and no spirit divide we demand and declare a performance of your word in their lives let your kingdom come and your will be done there father we pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds and each of us in some way are lord under some form of sin that keeps coming back we apply the blood of jesus over each of these and we declare that yoke over each of these lives broken in the name of jesus by his blood father let your light touch each of these lives your glory shines through that we can reject sin under the wisdom and understanding that you provide us in every way in every circumstance when you fill us with your word and that word becomes flesh of our flesh living within us in our spirit we pray also for our own needs those of our families and our friends especially those that are not yet saved father we ask for a quickening in their spirit that they might call upon you and experience that transformation from sin and death to life and light in your kingdom father we thank you that you have heard us that you always hear us as we release our prayer and our faith making this a prayer of agreement with each other joined with your spirit as one spirit that prayer made under an open heaven will always come back as answered prayer when we release it with faith with brokenness in our hearts and ask you to take over i encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in those that are praying for that gift to release your tongue and your faith ask the holy spirit to take over trust in him and let him use your body ask in brokenness he will not despise let us make our prayer in the spirit thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you father thank you father thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit sharakian
The words that were spoken to me this morning. My people, why do you keep offending me? Come back to me with all your heart. My heart was pierced for you. Come to my heart of mercy. I love you, my people. And the scripture that I've been given is from Colossians 3, 12 to 14. Put on then. Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassion, kindness, lowliness, meekness, and patience, forbearing one another. And if anyone has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And over all these, put on love which binds everything together in perfect harmony. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank the you, Jesus. Said the, 
Thank you, Lord. The words that were impressed upon my heart are from Psalm 34, verse 5. Gaze upon him, join your life with his, and joy will come. Your faces will glisten with glory. You'll never wear that shame face again. Father God, I ask that those who hear me would listen. I wanna, and I want to give you thanks for the beauty that fills each day. To know that when we turn and hide ourselves in you, you'll never turn us away. Even the angels stoop down to hear our prayers. Come to the one who passionately pursues you and worship him in awe and wonder. Discover the joy of life in, with him. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have two scriptures that have been shared in the chat. The first one is from the book of Isaiah, chapter 55, verse 8 and 9, quoted from the NIV, where it says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. The second one is from the book of Colossians, chapter 1, verse 25, quoted from the NASB, where it is written, I was made a minister of this church according to the commission from God granted to me for your benefit, so that I might fully carry out the preaching of the word of God. God has given me the responsibility of serving his church by proclaiming his entire message to you. That is again the same thing from the New Living Translation. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these reflections, as well as Brother Savio's powerful reflections that he shares on all our platforms, the Friday Bible teachings and the daily rosary and divine mercy sessions. Please share links for others to join. They can join on Zoom or on YouTube. All these sessions are on live on both platforms and recordings are stored on YouTube, on our Spotify channel, as well as on, they're also posted on our Facebook page. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day and a great week ahead, everyone. Thank, Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. God bless everyone. Thank you.